Hi, I'm David Jackson and welcome to my podcast, D-Time, a personal project of mine where I simply share what I'm learning in life spiritually as a Christian, husband, father, and human. Each episode you'll hear from myself and I'll also sit down with a guest and talk about various topics and get their insights as well. Life is all about learning and I love learning from other people and seeing what sparks come from discussions on everyday topics. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to another episode of D-Time with David Jackson. Today we're going to talk about friendship. Friends, how many of us have them? Uh, but yeah, I want to talk about friendship today. And I can think of no other you know, example of friends in the Bible than, than David and Jonathan. You know, it's it's probably taboo nowadays to really talk about really deep friendships. But I think the example of David and Nathan, sorry, Jonathan, the example of David and Jonathan in the Bible uh, is really important. You know, I live in Seattle and there's that cliche Seattle freeze, you know, where a lot of people say it's hard to, to kind of make friends or kind of break into the friendship circles. I don't think that exists, you know, personally. But I can see how people can kind of have that assumption, but I think that it's true wherever we're at. I think society, you know, you know, when it comes to friendships or starting new friendships, it's not something that's really popular. You, you kind of roll with the people that you came with and stick with the same same group uh, for long periods of time. But David and Jonathan had a special friendship. Now, when I read about them in First Samuel chapter 20, you know, I see two people that were invested emotionally with one another. Um, and I know this word typically isn't associated with friends, um, but emotional intimacy, um, really being close. You know, they shared uh, a lot. They shared their emotions. I'm sure Jonathan knew everything about David and vice versa. Uh, they're vulnerable. Um, I'm pretty sure there are things that they shared with each other that weren't shared with uh, someone else. And I know for us as as Christians and people trying to navigate this world, uh, it can be tough to be vulnerable. Um, I started listening to this podcast, a little plug, uh, The Habit Coach. And one of the things that they talked about was you know, practicing vulnerability every day. You know, something as small as, you know, sharing a fear, sharing an insecurity random, randomly, you know, in your course of discussion. Just practicing that will help, and it was very helpful. <laughs> you know, I found myself just sharing uh, openly about fears that I had, you know, insecurities that I had. And I realized, one, that although it was uncomfortable at first, it became easier. And two, I realized how little I did it before implementing these little, you know, vulnerable spots in conversation. And I guess the, the challenge I'd have for, for the viewers, or not viewers, listeners, is to practice vulnerability you know, with people that you consider friends already or, you know, just random strangers or, or acquaintances. You know, 
it doesn't have to be you know diary level <laughs> sharing but something small something that 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 is that you think is an insecurity or you're afraid of um, and see where that takes you you know I, I think when it comes to our friendships we we need to get deeper we need to share more openly about what's going on you know you see the the pattern of, of uh, not pattern just the the re- revelation of so many people that have you know challenges with you know their mental state and a lot of what they're dealing with is so internalized um, I imagine you know I'm no f- you know therapist uh, but I imagine if we're open a little bit more you know it may be easier to to get help so my challenge for the listeners out there uh, is to be vulnerable Uh, don't be afraid to to ask for more friendships don't be afraid to to be vulnerable vulnerable about how you feel to your friends or or acquaintances Um, get open you know talk talk to people Again, David and Jonathan, they had a special relationship. And whenever I read the passages about them, you know, I, I think to myself, you know what, I, I want to have friendships like that. You know, I think deep down we all desire deep relationships. And uh, it's on us to take those steps forward. So be vulnerable. Have those discussions and see where it takes you. Uh, I'm excited just to hear feedback on this topic. Um, if there's areas in friendship where you're struggling, Send us a message, send us an email, comment on the podcast, uh, share some things that may have helped you, and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Please stick around for part two. Uh, We're going to sit down with a friend of mine. Um, You'll probably notice that we rib each other a lot. We make fun of each other, but uh, he's a good friend, Michael Smith. We're going to talk about friendships in the Bible, just friendships in general. Maybe share some input and some advice from him that that he can share with the listeners. So stick around. Hi, welcome to D Time. I'm here with my very, very good friend, Michael Smith. We're going to talk about friendship today. We're on location, which is awesome, having some hangout time. But So, Michael, welcome to the podcast, man. Right, good to be here, man. Appreciate you having me on. Took you long enough. I thought it'd be your first choice. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Anyways, all right, so before we jump into the, the topic, man, uh, take a couple minutes just to introduce yourself to those that may be listening. Okay. I'm Michael Smith. Um, they was one of my best friends. Um I am a native of New Orleans, Louisiana. Go Saints, go Tigers. Um, no, but Oregon has been my home now for the past uh, 22 years. Um, you know, born and raised in New Orleans. Um, been a um, Navy veteran, uh, petty officer, first class. Um, you know, I have two uh, two amazing boys, Jaden, who's uh, 20, and Dustin, who's 18. So, you know, father. Um, one of the best accomplishments God has blessed me with in life. Um, you know, I um, I um, I work in uh, work in sales. Been doing that, uh, gosh, about fifteen years. I love doing that. Love sales. Love talking to people. And um, you know, and I coach football, youth football. 
and um, I do a lot of work with uh, with my with with, uh, with the church, you know, just with children's ministry and and the singles ministry, you know. So I have a, definitely a strong relationship with God, and so yeah, that's uh, you know, me in a nutshell, I guess. I'm, I'm your out of yourself guy, or as you've always deemed me crazy, Uncle Mike. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, so yeah. So we're talking about friendship. Obviously, you and I have a great friendship. But I want to know from your perspective, what are some qualities that you look for in a friend? Mm. Wow. Someone who's got money. Just kidding. Um, I would say qualities I look for in a friend. Wow. I would say for me, one of the, the biggest qualities I think I look for in a friend is someone who's genuine. Like, even if we don't like the same things, we have disagreements, but someone who's just genuine and honest. Like, I know that... um. They are someone that just really is going to be genuine about what they say and be and, and, and honest, you know. I think genuinely and honesty, and I would say lastly, just uh, someone that's reliable, you know, that I can uh, I can count on them and you know and that to be there for me, you know. So those things I look I, I look for. Oh, I said the last thing I definitely look for is um um someone that's um. How do I put this in the words? Someone that's 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 um, not a, not afraid to um, to just be who they are. I mean, I think you know, so many times I've had people in my life that I thought were friends, and they were just kind of like people pleasing or fake. But you know, someone that's comfortable in their own skin and like not afraid to be who they are. Awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> this is great. So you know, in the first part, I, I talked about you know friendship, and it's something that. I think most, if not everyone, wants, you know, friendship, whether they admit, admit to it or not. But sometimes people either don't take friendship seriously or, you know, maybe they've been hurt or, and they kind of withdraw. But, you know, for you, why do you think friendship is so important? Well, I think, you know, when you go through life, I mean, you can go through life alone, but you can't really live alone, you know, I think friendship is important because whether it's going through good times or bad, you you need people in your life to help lift you up, your successes, to help be there for you when you're going through trials and to help push you through. I think friendships, to me, I think they, they define me. I think, you know, if I look at my life right now, you know, over the past uh, years, I mean, I think about like Rich Hardy. I think one of the biggest qualities he's shown and impacts me is that he's a guy that just he just loves people, man. Just unselfishly, he just has a heart to love, you know. And I think when I think about Demarcus, I think one thing he's just he's a very very patient man, and <laughs> that's not one of my my strengths. And then when I think about you, David, I mean you have this leadership quality that you just you leave from a place of um, of servitude. And, um, and so when I look at all those things as an example, I think friendships define who you are, you know, the people you put yourself around. And so for me, you know, that's the impact that friendships have on me. That's why I think it's just so important. It can define who you are. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Rich and Demarcus out there. Um, F5, as you call it. Call what it. up? <laughs> F5, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so again, you know, in the first part, I also, you know, for me, it helps looking at friendships um, 
in the world are, you know, good examples of friendship. And, you know, as Christian men, you know, there's a lot of examples in the Bible of good friendships. And one of them is uh, David and Jonathan, right? I think it's one that most people would think about uh, as a as a friendship in the Bible. And for you, you know, what sticks out to you about their relationship? I think the thing that sticks out to most when I think about David and Jonathan, because those guys were tied to the hip. They had, I'd say two things, their deep love for God, and they were loyal to one another to a fault. I mean, I remember there's a passage that says that when Jonathan died, David loved Jonathan more than that of a woman. And what he was talking about is that, you know, what I got from that was like, there's an intimacy, obviously, a man has with a woman, and in a, in a, in a friendship between two men, there is an intimate bond in terms of, you know, knowing your brother's strengths and weaknesses um, to the point to where they know they can come to you for anything, but willing to, to, to fight with them um, through the good and the bad. And so I think um, when I, um, when I think about, um, think about, um, you know, David and Jonathan, I think they were just loyal to one another to a fault and they had a deep, respect and bond for God, which unified him. So that's what sticks out to me. That's awesome. Now, you know, I know, you know, building friendships and just having friends isn't something that a lot of people are, are great with, or, you know, I, I don't think, I mean, there's probably some people that are just born just friendly and, and are good at, at, you know, getting friends. But for you, if someone were to come to you and, and wanted to, to learn how to, how to, build friendships or be a better friend, what what advice would you give that person? Wow. Um, I would say, you know, people have different personalities, you know, and obviously, you know, some of your best friends are the complete opposite of you. Some of them are just like you. I, I would say, one, be, be comfortable in your own skin and, and don't be... Don't be afraid to, 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 to get out of yourself. I think that that's the, the biggest thing. You have to be, one of the things to, to make friends is you have to be willing to be be out of yourself. And, and um, being able to put yourself in positions or situations where it may seem uncomfortable. But it's in those uncomfortable positions you get to learn about other people, what they're like, what makes them tick. And at the same time, you learn about yourself. And I think, um, secondly, I would say, um, being able to um, give of yourself. I mean, so many times I think we want to just take, take, take um, in a society that's, you know, how we are as humans, but being willing just to want to um, to give of yourself to whether it's show a, you know, serving someone with a meal or just wanting to, um, you know, do something special for them or to try to get to know them or whatnot. So I think, you know, just... Um, being able to be out of yourself and, and, and uh, put yourself out there to put in positions that you may not normally be in just to get to know someone and just um, to try to um, really go after trying to, to serve someone. That's that's an iceberg, I think, a starting point where you can build, build friendships because you can find commonalities. Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, you know, to close this out, you know, I ask this for everyone I sit down with and uh, it doesn't have to pertain to this uh, topic. But for you, you know, what's been the best piece of advice that someone has shared uh, with you in your life? You know, um, the best piece of advice I got 
was uh, just recently. It's funny you mentioned that. Something I've actually heard when I was a younger kid, and I didn't really get it until now. My mom just recently passed, and I remember my uncle said, you have to always love and appreciate your family. You don't have to like your family. You don't have to agree with your family. But you have to love them because at the end of the day, we all we got. What I took from that is, is that, you know, everyone's got family. Whether you're estranged from them, whether you're close-knit, you gotta, you really have to value your family because that is a gift that God gives to everyone that is probably at times the most underappreciated gift. There's um, so much we can get from family. Love and uh, disputes, laughter and pain. Family gives you everything you want at the same time, everything you don't want. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 uh, the best gift I got is that, you know, love my family, even if I don't like them or not, because at the end of the day, they're all I got. So that's the best piece of advice I got. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, yeah, uh, Mike, thanks so much, man, for taking the time, man, and, and dropping your knowledge on friendship. I know that, you know, this is something that a lot of people may struggle with, you know, um, so for those listening, maybe you're great at building friendships, maybe you're not. But uh, if you have any advice that you want to share or even even any questions, you know, reach out to us. Uh, you can follow this podcast, uh, D-Time Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or uh, via email at dtimepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Mike, thank you so much, man. For hey, man, thanks for having me on D-Time, man. You know, have me back anytime. For sure, for sure. Go Tigers! <laughs> Thank you for joining me for D-Time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's a topic that you'd like discussed, you can leave suggestions in the comments or follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at D-Time Podcast. See you next time.